you the final play. Take me through it. Well, I'm the best corner in the game. When you try me with a sorry receiver like Crabtree, that's the result you're going to get. Don't you ever talk about me. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Master Plan. And for the first time in our history, the Lightning did not win the Stanley Cup. In 2020 and 2021, the Tampa Bay Lightning sealed victory in the playoffs and became one of the first, well, not one of the first, but but won back-to-back Stanley Cups this year. They made it all the way back again, looking for a three-peat. This time, we're unsuccessful. Congratulations, first and foremost, to the Colorado Avalanche, a team that lost very few games throughout the entire playoffs. They lost four games throughout the entire playoffs this year, which is yeah, two sweeps, um, which is pretty incredible, quite honestly. It does not happen that often. Uh, joining me today is Connor DiBiase. Um, and I actually don't know if we've ever had a fan of the losing team join the podcast before. I'm not sure if we've ever had that. Outside of the Celtics and, and, and the Warriors, I don't know if we've had, uh, this might be a master a master plan first right here. We might, might a couple of master plan first here, a little, a little history lesson for everyone. So we'll dive into it. We're going to talk a little bit about the, the Stanley Cup. The finals, how it went, why Colorado won, or I guess maybe why the Lightning lost. Um, but to me, at least, it came, honestly, it came down to games one and games four. Because both of those games were decided in overtime, and both of those games were won by Colorado. And I almost feel like, you know, outside of those two games, it was a pretty... You know, I mean, each team had one blowout. Colorado won seven nothing, and Tampa Bay won six two. They each won kind of a closer. Well, actually, they each won kind of a closer game, where Tampa Bay won three two in Game Five, and Colorado won two one in the series clinching Game Six. So almost to me, it was a pretty even series in terms of like how the how the games ended up playing. Except you would have expected that the Lightning would have taken games one or games four in those OT thrillers. Um, but other than that, it was a pretty well, even series. They lost one of them due to a they missed too many men on the ice. Call. Right, and 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 I think that's the thing about the NHL. Um, I thought for the most part, the the refereeing maybe maybe wasn't the best, but it was pretty consistent throughout the playoffs. Um, and especially throughout the finals, I felt it was pretty consistent. I know Connor and I were watching game six. And to, to my to my feeling, there were probably a couple calls that they missed on Tampa Bay. 
but you could also say that they were probably calling a pretty a pretty lenient game and they were just kind of letting them play. Yeah, so they weren't calling much stuff that it feels like you take a whole play away. That's the only one where I, I feel like there needed to right there, there were there were there were there were, that was the main one where I was frustrated with the referees because that breakaway really happened because I think it was Pat Maroon and he was tripped behind the play or as the play was advancing into the neutral zone and I almost thought watching that play like that's got to be a tripping call because that directly impacted the play as as the Avalanche went on to score a goal in that sequence. Um, I mean, obviously, the other frustrating call, if you're a Tampa Bay fan, was the other tripping call that went against you guys. Um, and, you know, obviously, the, I think the, the analysts explained it well why when Nick Paul um, had the puck, the referee's arm wasn't raised. Yet it was, you know, it was in the process of that happening. So, you know, the, the, the play is not blown dead. It's still a delayed penalty. Um, and, and when he was up towards that blue line, when he just kind of nudged the puck forward, um, he didn't have possession, which, which does, which does make sense to me. I understand kind of why that, you know, I was a little bit frustrated. I mean, obviously you want the referee to raise his hand sooner because then the call would have been correct. Um, but, you know, I understand why, you know, it, it, it all made sense. And so, you know, ultimately there were there were a couple plays. I, I believe it was game four where there was that OT winner where I think they missed that too many men on the ice call, which, again, a couple went against Tampa Bay this series. But I think through and through the refereeing, to me, was very good. Um, unlike most other sports, I do think the NHL has some good refs. Um and, the, and it seems like they understand the game very well. So, you know, kudos to those guys. They do a very good job. But I almost felt that this series, I, it was definitely surprising to me. Because going in, you all know how I felt about the Lightning. And I really honestly did feel that the Lightning were the better team in this series. Um, and I thought that they had faced better competition, so I thought that they'd be ready. And with the Avalanche, you know, I was always a little bit hesitant because I was like, well, I mean, look who they played going into the going into the Stanley Cup Finals. They played the Predators, who were by far and away the worst team. Then they went six with the Blues, who were good, but weren't, I didn't think they were that good. They swept the Oilers, who have so many you know problems on the back end. And I was like, you know, I mean, are those impressive wins? Like, maybe. I'm really not sure. And... The Lightning had so many good series where they played very well. They beat the Rangers. They beat the Panthers, right? They beat the Maple Leafs. They, they beat good teams. They beat, like, three really solid teams. They faced a lot. They faced a few um, series-clinching games, right? Like, like you know, game sixes and game sevens. And so I almost felt like... Right. I, I do think that was definitely the case, Right. But you got to give them credit. The Lightning did leave it all out there. But I honestly did feel like they were the better team. They were the battle-tested team um, in, in kind of the same way that the Celtics were. But, you know, give credit to Colorado. I felt that they were a very strong team. Um, even last night, I felt that after kind of a, the first few minutes of the game and for pretty large, you know, swaths of time – 
I felt that Avalanche were the better team. And you could kind of see that in the way that they controlled play, um, how many shots they let up in the third period, which was, you know, increasing. You know, it was very low for a team that's holding a one goal lead in, in a, in a game, you know, in a, in a, in a Stanley cup finals clinching game, you would think that the, the lightning were going all out, which they were. Um, but you know, I mean, Kale McCarr, Gabriel Landeskog, um, Nathan McKinnon, Nazem Kaji. I mean, those are the guys who won this series. Uh, and the shoot, uh, Valeri Nishiushkin. Um, I mean, they are Turi Lekkonen. I mean, these guys were incredible, really. I thought that, you know, the, the big name guys showed up and the guys who, you know, maybe aren't known as well. They both showed up. Um, you know, Connor, what did you see from the, the avalanche this series that really made the lightning or really gave the lightning a lot of trouble? I mean, first off, Nathan McKinnon was incredible. Um, he, he, I think he was second all time in, in points per game in a Stanley Cup series or in the final series or something like that. Yeah, he was. I thought I, I know they said he was either second or third last night, but yeah, was, go ahead. It was just remarkable from him. Um, and, he, and he just kind of he was even when they were one of the worst teams in the league just a few years ago, mm-hmm. he was still one of the best players in the league, and he finally got his chance to show that out in the playoffs. I mean, five years ago they were the worst team in the league. Right. And they dropped in the draft, in the draft lottery, and it looked like they were going to be in, in that kind of bottom of the tier hell for a while. But it's hard in hockey to get out of. But, right. I mean, most everything, I think, surrounded around their defense, personally. The, though a lot of goals were scored on both sides, it felt like less of goalkeeping, but more of just overall defense. It felt like... Right. I mean, even you saw it particularly in that third period when the Lightning were backs against the wall and the Avs were playing to win, kind of. The Lightning got like two shots in that whole period, which is just like egregiously bad. Right. And it just shows how good that defense was even throughout the series to limit uh, the lightning shots when they usually get a lot of shots off compared right. to other teams. Uh, it's usually high volume um, for them, but just, just to limit all sorts of shots from the lightning seemed to really cut into their offense. And- right, and I, and I thought that quite honestly, I thought that the goaltending was pretty even throughout the series. I thought that again, I think that Vasilevsky probably was the better goaltender because I think that. Well, actually, I mean, I don't know about that. I think. I thought Vasilevsky played well. I just thought that the Lightning or that the that Colorado offense was just so incredible for so much of the series. Like I thought they were both good, and I thought that Darcy Kemper was you know he was a lot better than I thought he would be. He he held strong throughout the entire series. Um, again, those two overtime wins, I mean those are huge. You know, I mean those two games right there are huge, and and. Those two overtime wins where Darcy Kemper, you know, held the fourth down for however long in those overtimes. I mean, that's, you know, that's, that's incredible. I mean, that's exactly what you're looking for from your goaltender. And, you know, you look at that game winning goal. um, I think it was, what was it? Game, game four, right? I mean, it's just a great play down the ice and, and, you know, really it's just a good pass. And I think, I mean, I think Nazem Kadri just does a better job. He weaves through the entire, you know, lightning defense, which I think at that point, again, as you had mentioned, 
at that point in the series, at that point in the playoffs, I, I think they were just tired. And I think that's something that we have to consider with the Lightning. I mean, this is a team that has played 71 playoff games in the past three seasons, right? So every single season there is not only have they played the entire regular season, but they've also played the entire postseason, right? In long series, they played a lot, you know, 71 extra games. That's almost a full season of extra hockey, right, Connor? So I think that we've yeah, seen, we've seen almost, you know, it's not necessarily whether a team can do it, you know, because I think that Lightning definitely could could have done a three-peat. I think that the Colorado Avalanche knew that, right? I mean, again, look how many games were so close. I mean, there were – the series ended with three one-goal games, and it started off with a one-goal game. There were only two games a series where, you know, it was, it was, you know, kind of a blowout. And, you know, I think that more so than a lot of other things – just sheer fatigue, you know, is what hurt the Lightning more than anything else. And, you know, they played, seven, again, 71 extra games in three seasons is is ridiculous. And, you know, they, again, as you said, they had a tough road to get here. They played a lot of games. Um, again, as the Eastern Conference is, is certainly more, you know, is certainly tougher than the Western Conference. And I think that that, that extra rest definitely helped Colorado. Um, and, and I think a key point, as we had talked about, is the fact that Nazem Kadri was able to play. Um, why don't you talk about a little bit about Nazem Kadri and why, you know, you know what, what makes him kind of a, a little bit of a difference maker for this team? Yeah, I mean, he was uh, a longtime uh, Maple Leaf um, who, who kind of broke out a bit. Um, once he made his way towards the avalanche, you'd say, um, he was obviously good, um, on the Maple Leafs, but I think it was just a couple of years ago when they were finally trying to make their first kind of playoff push, um, they got, uh, Kadri and I mean, he had a stellar year overall, but also playoffs, uh, in total, just one of definitely probably their best offensive player, you'd say, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, behind uh, McKinnon, I guess, but um, just really move the the kind of the flow of the offense very well um, mm-hmm. on his line, which uh, which was really helpful. I mean, he, he got the, I think, the overtime goal in game four, if I'm correct. I think, uh, yeah, he did. He had the game winner. I mean, it was because of the. You can argue it is because of the 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 missed um, right. Too many men on the ice, but I mean, he just he, he made an incredible shot around a couple of guys to get to that. Uh, and he's probably you'd probably say McKinnon is your your MVP, but he's probably just second right there in terms of being able to to control the offense so well when he was out there. Right, um, and he was injured for for a bit during their playoff run right yeah i mean he always seems to get injured um and he had that you know collision with bennington where he got you know an insane amount of heat from the the st louis crowd um where he was you know basically was just pushed into him um and you know almost again i think that um 
I think that he's such a difference maker. And we've talked about, you know, we, we, you know, you and I have talked about it, like, Hey, like this is a guy that we would love the Bruins to go and get, um, to be your second line center. Uh, I think yeah, he's, I, I, I don't think he'll be available now after the great. No, I mean, I think that his, his price tag is going to be, is going to be out of the range of the Celtics or sorry, out of the Bruins at this point. But yeah, I mean, yeah, again, I think that overall, the Avalanche, they surprised me. I did not think that they were going to come out in the way that they did this series. Like I, I didn't think that they would – first, I didn't think that they'd score seven goals on the Lightning in one game. I mean, Con, did you, did you think that was going to happen? Yeah, that was a, a crazy game from them, just overall really strong. Um, but, yeah, I mean, they got just the quality and volume of shots were just so high for them. Uh, really good playmaking throughout yeah i mean it almost felt like you know they definitely had moments where you know they were on the back foot and they lost some games but it kind of always felt like they were in control even in the games that they lost it was still like hey you know we're still playing good hockey i mean you know let's not discredit the lightning and what they did i mean they were incredible right so the the avalanche they say calm they say cool they say collected um they really did everything that you could ask of a team um in the playoffs they scored goals i mean it's like kale mccarr and nathan mckinnon are so good it's like like so many of the guys that they had on that team are just so good and when you have the guys who maybe aren't the stars like darcy kemper who play good hockey it's like well how do you beat them like well what what's the what's the what's the formula because you could tell the lightning were struggling and you could tell like john cooper was standing and he was like like, what, what do I do? Like, I can only tell my guys, all right, we're going hard for the next four and a half minutes. Like, you can't say, all right, guys, we're going to we're gonna chase down every puck. We're forechecking everything. We're definitely – like, that's tiring hockey after, you know, a long season. You know what I'm saying? Like, your guys aren't going to be able to do that for a whole game. And there are periods where they were able to, but it was just like, Every time those guys wore out a little bit, it was like, okay, here come the avalanche up and down the ice with the passing. And and it was just like everything that they were doing was right. I mean, you it basically, they needed a lucky bounce, right, from the lightning – the, sorry, the lightning needed a lucky bounce or they needed um, – they needed some sort of like great, fantastic play. Like it was either one or the other. Like they would need that fantastic play, and we're just they were they was just like, hey, we're just gonna be better than you for the you know for these five seconds, or, or it was like, yeah, you're not gonna score, like that was it. And I know we had talked about it. it's like the defense for the Avalanche was just so good. I don't even know how to describe it. Like both teams were giving their bodies up for for the puck, which of course I appreciate. I think that that's. I mean, let's be honest, Connor. No other sport does that. No other, no. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just don't think, like, you don't see guys in the NBA, like, like, literally. I don't even know how to describe it. Like in the NFL, I don't know if you see a guy like literally just taking a taking a hit, like to 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 keep his team in the game. And it's not even the scenario where it's like, like, hey. This is the difference maker. It's like, well, you still have a goalie who could stop it. But these guys are so, like, dedicated 
and they're so ready. They're like, listen, I'm not even going to let that puck get to the goalie. I'm stopping it here. How many times did we see last night where guys went off the ice, like they're hobbled off the ice after getting whacked with a puck? Crawling off the ice. I mean, it was ridiculous. Like, that's what playoff hockey means. And you can tell how much it means to these guys, right? I, mean, I think, and, and, you know, differently, again, than like any other sport. McKinnon, right? Who was just crawling off the ice after. There were so many guys. It was churning. I was both teams, too. Like, it wasn't just one team. Like, there was a video of the guy who got hit in the foot. They got hit in, like, the inside of the knee. Chernak had one. Like, these guys were stopping the puck. Like, I mean, you could see, like, guys are throwing their hands out. And I don't know if you've ever put on a hockey glove, Connor, but those things are not designed to stop a puck, man. Those things are designed to to be light and loose and protect you from sick checks. Not not, not a puck flying at you. Like, it's it was ridiculous. Um and that's what it means to these guys. And I just don't see that in any other sport. You don't see guys giving up their bodies for their team. You know, so many injuries can happen in hockey. Like, so many different injuries, Connor. And to put your body, like, in the way of a puck to win to win a game shows how much it means. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I don't know how to describe it, but... Maybe there's just isn't an opportunity in football or basketball or baseball. Like, I don't know, man. But I, I just you don't see that stuff out of guys like that. You know, you see you don't see that stuff out of guys in other leagues. Like, the Stanley Cup means a lot because of what guys like that do. And and to me, it's like it it it, it shows how much they care, and that's really really nice to see. Um, but I mean, just the series was good. Period. It it was. It wasn't the playoffs itself were, were good, but I thought that the, the finals were, were very good. You had of the six games, four were very close and very tight, um, and two were blowouts. So you gotta see a lot of scoring at least in 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 you know a couple, a couple of them. And you know, if you're if you're an Avs fan, you got two fantastic games where you blew out the lightning. Um, you know, I mean you gotta give a lot of credit to to the Lightning, they did the best they could. I think they were just exhausted again. Like too many games, it's just too much. Like you're, and, and you, and they were so close too. Um, but I mean, the way that the, the the Avalanche played, it was just like, dude, there's no team that's gonna beat them. Like there's no team that's beating this team. You pick any other team from the Eastern Conference, they're not no no not a prayer. Um, the way that the Lightning were playing, it was just. I don't know, man. It was special to watch this team play, watch them win. I their coach, they were talking about him last night. I forget his name. It's I think it's Brednar or Bednar. I mean, this is a dream come true for him. I mean, this is where he started. A lot of these guys is where they got drafted. So, you know, very special moment. And and yeah, all together, you know, congratulations to the Avalanche, man. I mean, that is a well-deserved championship right there, if there ever was one. And I feel like that that's always the case in hockey. You know what I'm saying, Connor? Even with the yeah. bubble, you you knew that, like, hey, that's a well-deserved championship by the Lightning. Like, that's a well, good Lightning team. The bubble was a bit weird. It was. It good hockey throughout the whole bubble. But it was good hockey. Like, some weird things happened. The Stars made it to the Cup Finals. Like, weird things definitely happened. But they deserve that chip, and they proved they deserved it by winning it the next year, anyways, right? So it's like that kind of 
that kind of gives you and 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 I feel like every year, like the team that wins the cup, it's like, nah, but they they deserved it. Even if there are a couple Carl calls that you're like, oh man, like that's a little that's a little weird. Like you look at it and you're like, but look how much they had to do to get there. Like they deserved so it's one of these like a football game where a call can go one way or another. That, that's the big controversy ones. But really, hockey is a seven game series, and especially in the playoffs, it's not like they call record amounts of uh, of calls like they do in the NBA. Right, right, it's and very minimal in the calling. It, it it almost it almost goes the other way where it's like we're not going to call as many. We want you to play for. It. You know what I'm saying? And I, I respect that. And even if you get a penalty called on you, like it's not like, oh, you get two free throws, man, like uncontested. It's like, no, you got to work for that. Like the teams that make the playoffs are the ones who kill the penalty at 80 plus percent. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not exactly, you know, easy to do that. Right. And, you know, goals are scored in so many ways. Like, you just never know what can happen. And by the way, you know, you got always got that shorthanded goal threat anyway. So you can't always be as aggressive. So that's it. NHL season. Put a stamp in it. That's number three for us at the Master Plan. And what a good three it's been. I'm looking forward to number four. Thank you to Connor for joining us. And we'll be back soon with more great sports content. The game on the line. One shot. Who would you rather have taking it? Iggy or Curry? of everyone on Golden State. Open shot, fate of the universe on the line, or the Martians have the death beam pointed at Earth. You better hit it. I want Iguodala.